Hey everyone, it's a special Tuesday episode because Reginald Smith Jr., the star of Houston Grand Opera's newest production, Falstaff, is joining me to talk about the biggest news impacting H-Town. From our newest area code to a Houston state rep getting heated, we're talking about it all to start the week. It's Tuesday, October 31st, 2023. I'm Rahil Ramzanli, and here's what Houston's talking about. Reginald, welcome into CityCast Houston. How are you, first of all? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to chat with you and talk some news around H-Town with you. But before we jump into the news, today is Halloween, right? And it is a day where everyone dresses up. Do you dress up? Because look, you play a character and you dress up for a living. Is it kind of old dressing up for you? Like, what is Halloween like for you? Well, you know, it's funny. I always tell people I love playing dress up for a living because if you see me on the street, I will most likely be wearing jeans and a T-shirt. That is my go to (laughs) at all times. But for as many wigs and crazy things I've put on for shows, I still like to dress up for Halloween. Um, I haven't figured out what I'm going to wear yet, even though I know it's getting very late in the hour. Um. I will say probably one of the best things I did wear, um, I found this random elephant outfit that had a giant trunk, which was more suggestive than I anticipated after it finally got here. (laughs) And so I did student teaching. I went to school for education and I thought I'm going to wear my elephant outfit to school with a very suggestive trunk. I'm just glad I didn't get sent home. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that is so great. I mean, worst case scenario, you just go as Falstaff, right? That's Dude, it. Tonight? That's it. Like You got everything ready and people are just going to be like, whoa, this is a really intricate costume. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> With the deer antlers and uh, the, the deer fur as well. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So let's get to our biggest story so far this week. Reginald, what do you got? What's the biggest story right now for you? You know, I wish I could tell you I've been paying attention to the news as much as I love to get all the political text messages about who I'm voting for. My brain has been so consumed with doing Falstaff because we had a show Friday night and then I relaxed on Saturday and then we had another show Sunday afternoon. Um, So that's been my sort of big story is trying to chill out in the midst of doing this big role. And of course, still peeping around to see who is running for office and, Mm -hmm. you know, all of those sort of fun things. But that's as big news as I have (laughs) for this week. You know, it's funny. I've been talking to a a lot of Houstonians about the election, right? Like we're in early voting right now. Election day is just around the corner, November 7th. Uh, Yesterday, we published an episode about the amendments that are up for vote right now. Of course, you've got the mayor's race, city controller. There's so many other seats that are open as well. And it just seems like Houstonians just don't care right now about the election. Like, Reginald, we got a mayor to pick right now. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm just going to write in Snuffleupagus and Big Bird and pray on it and see what happens. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree with you. It is kind of, yeah. it, it, it seems like everyone's like, oh yeah, that's happening too. You know, of yeah. course, with so much going on in our world, 
I think that's the reason why we need a show like Falstaff that's fun and happy and funny mm-hmm. to sort of distract from some of the things. But mm. at the same time, we still have to be uh, responsible adults, I guess. So will you start researching candidates and all that stuff before you go out? Or is it just, hey, look, I'm I'm still too focused right now on my career. Oh, I've already started researching. Good. Oh, yeah. I told you I'm writing in Big Bird. Big Bird. That's who I want. It's going to get the job done. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I'm going to get to my biggest story of the week, Reggie. During the special session in Austin, state rep Armando Wally was recorded going at his Republican colleagues for blocking uh, any debate on House Bill 4. Now, the video is out there, and I've linked it, and he is just going at his colleagues. But the reason he's going so hard is because House Bill 4, which is a new immigration bill, would empower police officers to apprehend, arrest, or send back migrants who cross the border illegally. In the video, State Rep. Wally is heard saying, you're my friend, man. I love you, but this hurts. You don't understand this that y'all do hurts our community. It hurts us personally, bro. It hurts us to our effing core. And y'all don't understand that. And you don't live in our effing skin. Y'all don't. And that's what pisses me off. And Armando Wally is talking to a Republican colleague. And Reggie, this video is so fascinating because, yeah, like, you know, Representative Wally represents Houston. And of course, we have such a diverse population. We do have immigrants in the city. But what was fascinating to me was he actually works with his Republican colleagues. Like, he's calling his colleague, like, dude, you're one of my good friends. Like, how could you do this to me? And you could just hear the pain in his voice that they're not allowing a debate on this bill. Yeah, you know, it's one of the things that I've said to people multiple times. I think when we lose the sight of common humanity, that's when we really lose who we are as people, as human beings. You know, there's no one that laughs in Mandarin. You know, you don't cry in Italian. You know, we all have these same common uh, emotions and things that link us as humans. You know, you don't wave in French, like you know. And so it it doesn't take a whole lot to realize the similarities and the the things that we have in common. But unfortunately, we find too often that we prefer the divisions and the things that separate us. And we make those the priority and the majority instead of the things that really bind us together and allows us to see each other as human beings. Yeah, it's so funny how people forget that, that it's like basic humanity, right? As they consume more power and they're more focused on their side of the aisle as opposed to the greater humanity and understanding what's happening. And the fact that the Republicans didn't even allow debate on this bill, that's the part that is so fascinating to me is like, really? Like we couldn't even debate this because it's such an important bill. And there's a couple of bills that that were up for debate. And they just said, no, we're good. You know what? We're not even doing this. And by the way, all of them passed the House. They're now moving on to the Senate. And it should pass there as well because there's a lot of support for it. But at least allow them to debate it and allow them to represent their constituents, right? And let them know, like, here's what this bill would do. It was so sad to see that it didn't even get to that point. Oh, such is life, unfortunately. You know, you have to be diligent and do your part in electing representatives and voting and being out there, being ambassadors. And then you hope and pray that it makes a difference. 
Perfectly said. All right, let's get to some rapid fire, Reggie, because I want to get your thoughts on this one. Houston is getting a new area code, 621. Now, this will be the fifth area code in the Houston area. The new area code should hold us over for another nine years or so, by the way, because we're growing so fast. So in the spirit of the news, let's get our preconceived notions of every other area code that we have so far, okay? So you've been living in Houston now for 10 years. And look, you were born in Atlanta. We'll forgive you for that. It's all good. All right. No big stress here. But you understand all of the area codes that we have kind of, right? The 713-281. So I'm going to shoot out a number and you give me your preconceived notion. Are you ready? Yep. 713. Dang you, oh, you've been here forever. <laughs> you original. The OGs, baby. The OG. Hey, nobody's singing songs about 832, okay? <laughs> Everyone starts at 713. <laughs> nobody's repping up the 832. This That's is it. OG That's Houston. It. I like the that. The OG. Let's go to 832. Uh, who are you again? No, You oh, just got here. On. You moved in. You know, okay. Transplant. Oh, come on. Been here a minute. 832 is my area code, okay? Transplant. Shout out to Sugarland. Hey, <laughs> look, I did move here from Karachi when I was five, there so I guess is. I am a transplant, but I'm Houstonian. I'm a Houstonian, uh-huh, all right? Uh-huh. I'm an 832-er for life now. <laughs> yes, it's it's the transplants that, that moved here and aren't going anywhere. Yep. 281, what you got? 281, you probably got your cell phone 10 years ago. What are you, like 25 oh. and under? that or again you moved here and you're like eh i guess i'll stick around okay last one three four six you're not a real person who are you i've never met a three four six yeah you might as well say one two three same thing seriously i think three four six is a made-up area code right like who has three four (laughs) six what's your area code seven seven zero Oh, you still kept the old number. I like it. You better know it. I like it. You're not letting go. You're going to no. hold on forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Georgia born peach, as we would say. Not born. We born. Okay. I love it. That's what I'm talking about. We've done an episode on Houston versus Atlanta. My sister, who grew up here and was born here, moved to Atlanta, and we did an episode on it. And guess what won? Houston was a better city. Mm, yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I pay bills here. I pay bills here. You know. Yeah. You're not performing at the Atlanta Grand Opera, okay? Ah, uh, yes. That Houston is correct. Grand Opera. <laughs> not this time. Okay. So, 621. If you ever get a 621 number, then you know you're from California, right? Like, those yeah. are all California people moving here. <laughs> yeah. Spam. Clearly spam. spam. <laughs> okay. Our second story. We all knew it, but it is official, Reggie. Houstonians have one of the toughest commutes in the nation, according to Forbes. Houston came in at number four. Nashville was the worst. Charlotte was second worst. Jacksonville came in third. And then, of course, the city of Houston. The study found that we have an average of about 30 minutes for our commute. And because of the amount of cars and the amount of workers who are 16 and up commuting, it makes for one of the worst commutes in the nation. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> I always yeah. tell people when they're coming to Houston, you know, they say, oh, it's two miles down the street. I'm like, yeah, that's about a 20 minute drive. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's I mean, I live very close to the opera and it still takes me t- 10 to 15 minutes to get down the street. I mean, it's ridiculous. Man. So I just say you put on a good 
podcast you put on yep. your good playlist and you know you curse at people in your car with the windows up and smile on your way and that's the best way to get through Houston traffic. That's what I'm talking about. Just make sure you curse looking forward and not at them because look, there's some there's some crazy people out there. Oh yeah, Reg, they carry it I, around here. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to deal with all of that. Oh, that is stressful. I used to drive to downtown from Sugarland every single morning and let me tell you, the stress levels that you go through driving to downtown during rush hour is unimaginable. And literally, I don't wish that upon anybody, but we all have to do it. It sucks. 59 North on a Monday morning will really ruin your week. Yeah. When in doubt, I take the street. If mm. it says add 10 minutes, I'm like, fine. I'd rather go 10 minutes on the street than sit yep. 30 minutes and bumper to bumper on the expressway. I can't do it. It like breaks my soul. It does. It really <laughs> does. Oh, God. I'm getting like, I'm getting that anxiety right now just thinking about sitting in that traffic wrench. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. It's nope. too much. Nope. It's too much. Okay, I still have you here for a couple more minutes, so I want to give you the platform here to get something off of your chest. Do you have a gripe? Do you want to just talk something out with me? What do you got, Reg? Well, I mean, it's a lovely Houston problem that we all know and love so well. All the potholes. All the potholes. Mm. It's like every single street you go down is beat up and broken up and... I think my car needs like an alignment every five days after driving around in Houston. And it's like, is that a speed bump? Oh no, that's just the regular street. You know, it's yeah. just, <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, I would never buy a brand new car here. Mm-hmm. I'm still rocking my 2016 and I'm happy about it. But yeah, I actually busted a tire one time, um, on one of those little metal great things. I yeah. went to turn the corner and my tire hit it and it went poop, just exploded. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. On the way to an Astros game too, which really sucked. Oh my God. <laughs> I was going to say that was the day you officially became a Houstonian. That when was you it. first popped that tire because of the streets, then that's your official badge. Like you have made it. Sir. That's it. Thank you. I've earned it. But yes, <laughs> is it incredible. is a constant gripe of everyone. Yep, it really is. Hey, Falstaff is now underway. You had a few performances and it's going until November 10th. Tell me about it. This is such an incredible, awesome opportunity for you. Yeah, you know, the thing about Falstaff that I love is that it's, as I said earlier, it's a fun opera. It's funny. Like no one's dying in this one. Nobody's getting stabbed. (laughs) It moves along really quickly. Uh, The story is easy to understand. You feel bad for Falstaff. You kind of hate him. You love him. It's just such a complex character. And again, it's, you know, you don't have to be fancy, bougie, rich, and all this stuff to understand and enjoy the night. So it makes for a really, uh, really exciting show. So Falstaff is, he he once was a really popular and well-respected knight. And now he's just old and sloppy and big and just, you know, so he finds Alice that he thinks is like the hottest thing since melted butter. And he's like, oh, let me send her a letter. Alice is also married. And he's like, so she'll clearly leave her husband for me. (laughs) He also says, oh, look at Meg, who's also married. And he's like, 
course, every woman will leave their, their man for me. Of course, Meg and Alice are best friends, and he sends them the identical letter. Oh, no. And they start reading it, and they're like, no, he did not. It's so silly. But they decide they're going to play a trick on him. And so they invite him over to Alice's house. They pull out this laundry basket, and they stuff me in a laundry basket. And no, there's no trap door. There's no, like, trick ceiling. I really stuff all of my big old self almost in the fetal position in a laundry basket, and I have to sing there. (laughs) Then they dump me into the river. (laughs) Like, it's so, like... It's crazy. It's an exhausting but exciting night. That is so much fun. I had no idea that Falstaff was basically a contestant on F Boy Island. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly. (laughs) He is the originator. He's the original. He's literally F Boy Island. I like that. I love this. Hey, Reggie, this is awesome. I can't wait to watch it as well. And again, I've linked everything in our show notes so people can buy tickets and learn a little bit more about the performance that's going on. This is going to be a good one. Yeah. And, you know, I always tell people, if you come to the show, definitely come to the stage door afterwards and I'll come. I'll say hi. I'll smile. And, you know, I I always love meeting people and getting their impressions of uh, the show. And, yeah, yeah, so definitely come by and say hi afterwards. We will. Thank you so much for joining us. That was a lot of fun and best of luck. Break a leg. Thank you. That was Reginald Smith Jr. You can see him as Falstaff until November 10th at the Houston Grand Opera. Before we go, do me a favor, head to houston.citycast.fm and subscribe to our awesome newsletter, Hey Houston. We're dropping Houston history, events, and news every morning in your inbox for free. Thank you. That will do it for today. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned something new. 